Hello and welcome to episode 35 of VR Souls. I'm your host, Buck3131, and we're joined by the rest of the VR Souls as per usual, minus Cold, who's not here because it's only four of us. But Cold's probably in the chat somewhere. So we have Bol. How are you, Bol? Hello, I'm me. Who are you? You know who I am. I just said this. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> He's on form, <laughs> ladies and gents. That's fine. How are you, Paul? Yeah, I'm good. Can't complain. Wearing bright colours today. Lighting up the podcast with my brightness. And so I've worn a colourful shirt instead of one that's black, <laughs> which is what I normally do. So I don't Yeah, it's not be black or grey. Like I'll have to put some colourful on. I, I literally don't own anything apart from like black t shirts. I've actually gone out on purpose and bought stuff that is a bit more colourful to try and <laughs> Put some more stuff into my wardrobe. It's not good. Doc, how about yourself in your lovely grey t-shirt? I'm wearing grey. <laughs> yes. me, me and Bol are holding down like the grey <laughs> side of the podcast, and you guys have the colour. Mm, so. Yeah, different, different ones. It's not bad. But I'm good. I'm good. I'm very, very good. It's but, it's been an interesting week. To be fair, I did have a black t-shirt on, and then when I sat down and turned the camera on, I realised I'd spilt my pasta on it, and I had a nice red splat. Like tomato sauce stain. I was ordered by the black t-shirt on, <laughs> so I went and got changed. <laughs> I mean, if you'd have spilled it on that, you'd have been fine. I'd be yeah. fine. But, you know. <laughs> so the tip from VR Souls today is wear clothes the same colour as your dinner, and then you'll never have to wash them again. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. you know. Indeed. Right, let's talk about game night, which you guys started way before me, because I got called into work to do some stuff, and we played Walkabout Mini Golf. Um, did we play this on a range of different headsets and a range of different systems, as in Steam and Oculus, or did we just play it on Steam? I was uh, reviving it, the Oculus version. Same as me. Yeah. I was Steam. You're on Steam. And Bol, you were on Steam as well? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, there's never any difference. I I mean, (laughs) if I revive, it's an Oculus exclusive. Sure. But what that does say is it tells everyone who's watching that you can play this cross-platform, which is a really nice thing for it. Um, We could have even had someone just on a quest to come in as well. In fact, wasn't Cold on a quest when he came in? Because he took over for me to begin with. Oh, was he? Did he buy it on Steam? I can't remember. Did he revive it? I don't know. I think he's got it on Steam. Yeah, because he restarted collecting walls again. I think he had Uh, yeah, but that could have been re- could have been reviving it because you have to collect the balls again when you revive. Yes, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, quite yeah. annoying. But I discovered it was like, oh, I've got to do all of this over again to catch all the same balls and that. But I think we all really like walkabout mini golf. It's just a really nice, fun place to hang out and chat while you're just knocking some balls around. With the exception of Ball, who did say that he hates all mini golf in all of its forms. Well, that is a bit pushing it, but. Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, this one Walkabout Mini Golf has some uh, what's it called? Some qualities that makes it a better experience than most other things I've done. Yeah. In Mini Golfing, so you have like first off, uh, it's not like in Golf it the very felt like I uh, had zero or hundred percent power. It's like oh, it's not moving at all or it's flying all over mm-hmm. the place. Um, it felt more balanced or more twee or what's it called? Tuned. More tuned, yeah, mm-hmm. to work better. 
And uh, then there's the thing, the, the the hilarious things like replay. The replay function is awesome because then you can analyze your shot from multiple perspectives. It just makes the game so much better for learning, which I think is a really important thing because this is mini golf is a thing to learn. So um, yeah, that's that's been a good experience so far. And it's very easy to pull people off with mm. that replay thing if you just keep pressing it when they're trying <laughs> to take their shots. <laughs> That's part of the fun. The first time you did that to me, it ruined me. (laughs) But then then we just kept using it to go, okay, how did you do that? Hit it again so we can see where we're supposed to hit stuff. (laughs) So we can actually try and do it better. But no, I I really like Walkabout. Like I say, I first played it on the Quest um, Mm -hmm. and runs perfectly fine on the Quest. Looks really nice. Looks a lot better on the PC, as you'd expect anyway. Crazy. Um, Hmm? Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. It looks better on a PC. I know, it's nuts. Um, (laughs) Bizarre. But as we all know, we have to talk about PC VR later, don't we? Because it's struggling, apparently. We apologize it, yeah. It's died. So we'll have that discussion later. Anyway, um, like I say, walk about mini golf. I think we all really like it. We all recommend it, definitely. I think it's worth I was like, I bought it, I think it was on was in the Oculus Christmas sale, like on one of the daily deals over Christmas, and that's when I got it. Mm-hmm. And then I played the first pirate course, and I like, I did bad, but I was like, I didn't feel like it was... And then we tried golf it after that, and I realised that I was just bad at walking about mini-golf because I was bad at mini-golf. It wasn't the case of... <laughs> <laughs> like, like with, with, like Ball said, with golf it, it's like a weird... Power system seems so weird for me. It's like I could swing my arms as I couldn't. It tap classes me as tapping it or just tap it and it make the ball go flying. And I was like, and that made me like not want to go back to walk about mini golf because then I think thirteen Cole got it and thirteen got it and I was just like, okay, I'll try multiplayer. And then that was after the golf it and I realised actually, yeah, it's just I'm bad. This has got the physics and everything seems so on point on it. You swing and everything, so I was like, then I played loads of it. I collected all the balls on Quest, then on the side, um, then on the Revive version, went and did it all again. Luckily, on the Steam version, we're doing the beta, they just unlock the code, and on the beta, they just give everyone all the balls and clubs to start with (laughs) for the beta, and then they just stayed unlocked after the beta finished, and just went back to the standard build, and it still kept them all unlocked. So there is for a third time. There is also, and I don't think we've done this with Bowl, and you may want to go back for that. Is the treasure hunt? Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't done that yet. That's quite good. Um, it, it does get you looking around the place. It's only on one of the maps, I believe. No, it's one it's of all of them. There's one for every hole. Oh, is there? Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, in that case, I need to do another bunch of them then, because I've only done one, yeah. which was on the pirate level. Um, yeah. But that gives you like a special club, I seem to remember, didn't it? It was like yeah, a, just like a special like a, design one. It's got like a sword handle, hasn't it? It's like a cutlass, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, there's lots of you know extra things that you can open up. You've got all new balls, new clubs, all that sort of thing, and it it's very much for me the same sort of thing as Forever Bowl, where you literally just hang out with your friends yeah. and chat, and it's got that vibe to it. Yeah, the social aspect is a big draw for mm. me. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I did, I've not launched it solo. No, I've only ever played it with folk. Mm. 
but we are yeah. also comparing it to golf it where vr is very much an afterthought like, yeah that is a very well established game but mm-hmm. it's only just recently got vr so yeah. it may become better in the future but fingers crossed yeah. Maybe I I don't know. So I mean, you know, anything getting better in VR for us is a good thing. Very much so. So you know, we'll have to see what the devs decide to do on their side of that. Anyway, yeah. should we see what everyone's been playing for the last couple of weeks? Who wants to go first? Good lord, someone's filled in their list at the last moment. Bowl. <laughs> this. <laughs> Hello. Come on then, let's go through your list. What have you got? Just adding one more video to the overlay here, but how did you do that? I'm working here, damn it. Well, while he's yes, sorting well, out why don't you go thing. dark while we're waiting for um, Paul to sort out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've I've done a lot of like I stripped my PC down to the Stone Age, so um, I've been recovering a lot from that. So I've not played a great deal, but the uh, weekend I do escape games, and I tried one called Anderson which is very very indie um and it's very much kind of like half a game at the minute like you get to a point and it's just like oh this bit seems weird almost like it's an early access game and i'm like yeah it is and you walk through and it's just like thanks for playing and you're like where's the rest of the game (laughs) (laughs) oh no i couldn't recommend it in its current state hopefully if and one day they do flesh it out sort out some of the um the mechanics as well, it was a little bit odd. Uh, I got kind of stuck on a puzzle and there was nothing really there to hold my hand to be like, help you out. You're constantly followed by a robot that kept throwing out hints when I didn't want them. And I was like, dude, spoilers. And then when I did need one, he was just wandering off in the bushes or something. Mm. So yeah, hard to recommend that one. I did also play a table tennis game called King Pong. Um just to sort of give the devs a bit of feedback, very much like the way they're going with that one. It's kind of like a retro look uh, ping pong game with a whiff of fighting in that you sort of do like round one, round two, and if you lose one and win one, it's round three. And um, Some great mechanics on there. Still a little bit of quality of life improvements that need to happen, especially for those with an index. I didn't try it in the quest, but um yeah i did somewhat suffer with some of the controls a little bit but all in all i'm very much interested and want to see more for that one uh the game that paul played last time the bullet hell shooter from r r war well, i can't remember what it's called now. every every day i think this is <laughs> yeah so um yuki the, the bullet hell shooter from them. Very, very much enjoyed that, Paul. You were right. It's very much just like a, I'll just have one more go. And then before yeah. you know it, you've been in the game for like three hours and your quest yeah. is saying, I need charge. I've not <laughs> so, tried this yeah. yet. I, I think I, I really need to try this. It is it is just kind of really fun, basically. Um, I, I very much like that game. Uh, a while ago, we got keys. I say we. I know me and Buck definitely did for a game called Vicub. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, I Wait, up... isn't that pretty old? Yes, I it is kind we of got old. The keys yeah. for those about like a year ago, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's what the Monday Night Wheel is all about. And right. so when I was playing the wheel last night, Vicup came up, and I had a couple <laughs> of games on that. And it's if there was a little bit more to it, it could very easily fall in with the likes of. Um, 
the 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 bowling and the the mini golf like it's the kind of game that you can get together with a friend and it's like super cute like really nice looking and stuff uh the game mechanics are very much there it it's all very very good and very well playable but it's one of those things that without like a, a fan base that i know uh, I don't know whether I would play a great deal of, but I mean, it's one v one as well, isn't it? It's... It is, yeah. Which is unfortunate, but I feel like that's kind of what the game is all yeah. about, I suppose. Um, yeah, I played another game called Bionic Hunter, which was just. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I love the conversation the that it sparked, and the whole thing that that the rabbit hole that went down, and the. 2 a.m. gifts that were being thrown around in the Discord afterwards, but as a game, God, avoid it like the plague. I think it's I had more. Just... F- I think I had more fun trying to get it to install, and you did playing it. Yeah, like it was just <laughs> kind of annoying. I mean, while I was waiting for that, I ended up playing uh... like Ragnarok and stuff, which I well, Vic would put me in the mood for, so that was that was good. But um, the main thing that I just absolutely dug this week was um, the Secret of Retropolis. Have you seen this? So it's one of the games that was in the latest Next Fest on Steam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could play a demo of it. And mm. um, they released the full version about a week or so ago. And mm-hmm. I was, once again, just at the mercy of the generosity of the VR community. And I was actually gifted the game by German Rifter. Oh, and yes. who doesn't know Daniel, he's massive on Twitter, like... He is a staple of the VR community, and if you've managed to avoid him at this point, then you're doing something either very, very wrong, mm. or he's just not managed to get around to you yet. Mm-hmm. Dude is like fantastic, and I put out a tweet just being like, "I'm, I'm totally buying this," and then I woke up one day and just like, "You already own it, mate," and you gave it to me. So, uh, yeah, I, I played that. So thank you, German Rifter, and you absolutely should play it i i think it's a great little game it, I, it's one of those games that i wish there was more when i was done there's essentially two parts to it at the moment you got like the start and the end shocking mm-hmm. um and um yeah it, it's a puzzle game that you have to use things that you find to solve puzzles in the world to progress and it, it kind of gets the brain working which is nice it reminded uh, very- me of one of those old point and click adventure games. Very much, yeah. Like I, I totally get that reference. Like it really is a a point and click sort of. It's it's the kind of game that I grew up playing and I absolutely love to do. Now it's why I do the escape rooms because they are kind of point and clicky, but they're confined to one area or so. Um, the the art style in it is. No, I wouldn't say it's not like anything you've ever seen before, but it's not something you see a lot of. So I, I've played this as well. Did it throw you off the art style at first? As in the One animations? The things, I was going to say, the animations did, because I was just like, wow, this is kind of running like crap. And then checked my FPS VR, and I was like, no, it's running flawlessly, and that's actually a choice <laughs> that they made. Um, so yeah, that that was a little bit jarring, and the thing is, it wasn't consistent. Mm. Like it, it was there a lot, but there were times when it wasn't there, and then when it showed up, it stood out more. Yeah. So, if that's something that is going to be a deal breaker for you, then okay. Uh, but it was, I was fine with it. It's, um, I say, a little bit jarring at times, but ultimately, it's 
Yeah, I, I, I just I love it. It's so really not the style choice, right? Sorry, eight people spoke. What? I know. Go on. <laughs> Who was first? Paul went to go say something. It's, it's a style choice, right? So yeah. it, it's kind of it, from what I remember, it was mostly the characters that were animated like this, and mm-hmm. they're like, like, yeah, like in traditional animation. Like if they had only scrolling things, that would be smooth. Yeah, but anything that was articulated would be very a bit uh, jerkier. Which actually, when you put it like that, it actually makes it make complete sense mm-hmm. and yeah i yeah i get that I the voice that. acting it's is very good as well noir-y. it is yeah i was i was stood there just like it sounds a little bit like kumail nanjiani but like a, a kumail nanjiani impersonator yeah <laughs> it wasn't quite there i mean i guess it's my incredibly racist way of saying it was a dude with an accent um, I I don't know. <laughs> but, it, it's like when um, they make a cartoon of a famous film, and they get someone in to do the voice of the famous actor. That's not quite right, isn't it? Yes. So <laughs> I went to play. What made me want to play this in this team sale was uh, the film noir aesthetic it had for the story. Like that really got me interested in it because I'm a massive fan of film noir as a, mm-hmm. as a film style. And then obviously we talked about it on the on the podcast, and we had the issue with it was seemed like every time I clicked, it was taking two three minutes for it to actually animate in the game. Obviously, you said you never had that problem, and you enjoyed it. But I got the game today, and I played Act One, and I didn't have any issues like I did in the Steam on the demo. I didn't actually boot back in the demo. I should have after you said you didn't have any problems, but I never got around to it. But well, that's good. Got it today. Controls are fine. It must have just been a, a dodgy boot of the game. My god, my system just playing up on the boot of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've played part one. I've enjoyed what I played a part one. Like you said, it's very reminiscent of the point and click games. It's just find what you can click on and eventually you'll find. It's not as simple as that, but eventually you will find. Just click and you will find what you need if you can't figure it out. <laughs> but they, yeah. the puzzles I found, they are quite logical, unlike some yeah. point and click adventures in the past, where it's like, oh, you didn't pick this up three missions ago, well, you can't finish the game, then it's it's not like that. You can always move forward from what I've seen. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty good. But yeah, I liked it. I finished it as well. It's only about an hour long. Um, yeah, it's not, not massive. I mean, I played mm-hmm. that and then ended up switching over to another game, which somebody may remind me, but... Um, yeah, it, it didn't fill a, a sort of two-hour block. But I, mm-hmm. like I say, not everything needs to be Half-Life Alex. Nope, not at all. Nope. Not at all. Are you done with your backgrounds now, Bol? Yes. Then <laughs> why don't you tell us what you've been playing for the last two weeks? All right, let's try to do this in a, an organized manner. So it started off with uh, playing through all of Jupiter Grad. Everything. All of it. <laughs> Which is uh, like two and a half hour campaign, and then you have the challenge levels, like the time trial, which is ridiculously hard. <laughs> it's just uh, that was nuts, and I, I, yeah, that was a that was a bad choice to actually do all of it. But I completed that as, as a community challenge, 100%, all achievements. <laughs> awesome game. You do uh, hook shots with uh, the plungers, and um, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. I recommend it. Play it. Um, swing around, do the swingers thing. How did yeah. I play that game? I think it was five port. Yeah, I think you did. 
It's the very Russian so, one with the plungers in space. Yeah, I, I know I've played yeah, I think it, but it's... I don't remember how. And it was more than a demo, so I think it was Viper. I think the, the the developers are Polish, but I get a Russian vibe. But isn't that all kind of the same area? Uh, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know the locations. history there. Yeah, we're we're not part of Europe anymore, so I couldn't tell you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was awesome and uh, really wore me down. That was a, a hard. That was hard work. I think I bet. four or five five hours. I can't remember now. Anyway, um, uh, tried to play Quenero two. Got stuck after like the first intro. Couldn't progress. I don't know what to do. So that didn't happen. Played through Kellogg's Gut Bacteria Reef. Yes, there is a promotional experience for Kellogg's. What I saw that. It's uh, <laughs> it has nice graphics and stuff, and it's like ten minutes or less. Um, but the first half runs flawlessly. The second half, where you're actually doing things, frame rate just tanks down to like twenty five thirty. Totally not performance balanced at all. Wow. So can't recommend it, even if it's mildly interesting. <laughs> that was pretty trash. <laughs> so this is all during a test stream so i also did vintage, vintage vr which is old time three uh stereo photographs oh but it's only really that so it's interesting but the quality of the photos are that it's so bad that it's very blurry <laughs> so i mean it's if you have a vested interest in history and stuff which i mean i usually i i do like history but not on stream looking at old photographs mm. so they were like I can't remember, 700 of them or so. So Plenty unless I remember there. the wrong number, a whole bunch. So you yeah. have things to do if you want to, but um, yeah. So wait, this also is through historical photographs that they've basically just shifted to the side a little bit, project the two images, and now you get to see them in 3D. Like what? Well, uh, historically, people have taken stereo photographs and have those. You've seen these like this vintage 3D stereo viewers, which no. are like 100 years old. I yeah, they have like optics and and display a three D photo that they took by moving a camera or whatever cool. whatever mechanics they had. So stereo photography has been a thing for a very long time. Yes. Um. Yeah. Went. Continued to Versailles VR. That's a French. I think that's the painting thing. game, right? Versailles. No, that's that's the ver the new one that I haven't got. But this was uh, basically a big. A bit, I think it's a museum ground or something, mm. a big mansion or whatever. Um, th th this shows how cultured I am. <laughs> but it's mostly just walking around, looking at different objects. Uh, did not really care much for it. So yeah, Songbeater, that's a different game. That's a new, uh, new, new, it's new for me because I bought it in the sale. But uh, you're basically boxing the tones that come towards you uh, with like... <laughs> Uh, spiked gloves, uh, kind of cool. Did have a problem that when I ran it in mixed reality, the menu, the main menu, would not come up again, <laughs> or I had entered some kind of debug mode. I don't know, but it seems like a really fun game. I should revisit that. Um, but I only uh, did it a, a little while. Has live support as mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, then I played some Ragnarok and some more. Then uh, played through a DLC in Arizona Sunshine again because people want to play that. Also. Bump, jumped into Zombieland Hedgehog Fever quickly. Was not a fan of all the dialogue. I just wanted to shoot. <laughs> like, just just give me the action. Come on. 
Um, also, it's very evident that it was made for Quest first because it, it kind of looks like a a console game. Uh, <laughs> and that's been graphically I... improved as well. Yeah. Uh, it looks a yeah, lot yeah. worse on the Quest than it does. It looks fine on the Quest, but it does look much better on PC. So... It is hilarious. But, you know, uh, um, that's another game I probably have to go back to because it seems fun. Wasn't convinced by the reload mechanic because I was I I'm, I had just like done three hours of Arizona Sunshine before that. So I was bumping it on my belly to reload. Hmm. That didn't work in this game because the reload mechanic is like floating in front of you. Um, so that was problematic. And I'll probably try to rebind. I think, Doc, you did this. You rebound down on the stick i didn't yeah it didn't (laughs) didn't work for me and i was just like i don't care this much that i'm actually gonna pursue it every time i went into the bindings it kind of crashed the game (laughs) so i don't know whether that was a steam thing or what but i didn't like it you dropped the magas yeah you dropped the magazine by by pulling back on the stick yep Mm -hmm. which is you know a, a different mechanic than what i'm used to and uh not really a fan because it's a big it's it's an action game that's supposed to be really quick and like yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to bind that to a button as well, but it sounds sounds tricky. It's I um, think it's all about the timing because that you you yeah. basically you're against a clock the entire time, mm-hmm. and so you have to sort of time that reload accordingly. And if mm. you play through a level and you reload at a point where you could be shooting, that's a bad time to reload. Yeah. But then if you run out of bullets, then yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's I think the the part is part of like a mechanic that you have to know. Right, I've fired four shots here. I'm not going to make it to the next set point, so I'll reload now. A lot of that game I found is muscle memory, where you are, the more you go through it, the more you know where things are, so that you can go, okay, I'm going to go here, 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 then that one, then reload, then here, 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 then that one, then reload, and then you're learning it that way. And also you use the, the double tap mechanic to slow time down so you can have that, quicker movement where you time itself is slowed and you see i think it's at the mm. end of the level where it says okay you slowed time down for this amount we'll take that off of your main score and then you can see what time oh, you so get. that's what that was yeah yeah and if the the more you play it you unlock perks and mm. one of the perks is to uh lengthen the amount of time you have to restart the combo for the slowdown like until uh. you get that getting good times you may as well just forget mm. about it that explains so, my scores then, because <laughs> I'm looking at it going, how is everyone like 20 seconds ahead of me? Like this sort of thing. It's, yeah, it's keep nuts. playing ball, you'll get that and it'll make a lot more sense. Yeah, I mean, even just that there are upgrades mm-hmm. means that, you know, there's no point to go for the high score before you have all the upgrades pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. yeah, just knock out the full game. I didn't do the, the, the killing everybody challenge thing at the end. I don't know what it's called. Uh, probably the double tap cup or I don't care. The Zombieland um, yeah, Invitational. That. That's the thing. There you go. Yeah, I didn't do that one. I just plowed all the way up until that point. I was like, right, I've unlocked everything apart from one super special gun that you get, but nobody seemed to be using that to get high scores, so I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. Mm. When I was young, I had um, all the light gun games for, you know, like the place. I always had the light gun for whatever console I had at the time. And Zombieland very much reminds me of light gun games. In particular, it reminds me of Point Blank, which was just quick, 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 quick. Um, I would go Time Crisis over that because yeah. you're moving. Yeah, no, but that's yeah, fair enough. 
Yeah, but it, um, the the point blank was more against the clock than Time Cry, I think, wasn't it? So there was a clock in Time Crisis, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I know mm-hmm. what you're saying. We're in the middle of Paul's mm-hmm. games. I think we've lost him. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, oh, no, Paul. no, I'm still here. Um, <laughs> so I also played Trickster. Uh, we called um, before he uh, he uh, is off offline for a while. Um, <laughs> And uh, Trickster is a fun game, but it's also still, after full release, kind of glitchy. Um, uh, it's it's a fun melee brawler, pretty much. Um, that you get items in, and you know you level up your weapons and unlock new weapons, and and get to do a loadout before you go on a quest, kind of stuff. Uh, it's yeah, so, it's um, say dungeon crawler for that, but I don't. I don't know. I look at the game and think, is it really? I mean, it depends on the definition of dungeon crawler. I'm not really sure of that. It's not in a dungeon per se. Yeah, but this is what I was... you go. Th- yeah, it's it's on floating islands. I think mildly procedural, maybe not. I I'm not actually sure because every level is basically built for the same components, so mm. it's hard to tell. <laughs> it's kind of more of a um, sort of wave hack and slash, isn't it? Well, it's really not. It's not waves until you reach the end of the level because it's it's more of a one persistent level that you just walk through, kill the enemies that exist, and then you reach the end, and then you have an exit portal, and there you have to survive for long enough for the portal to open, which might be considered a wave game okay. because they come in with balloons mm-hmm. and drop enemies and stuff. But it's all part of the bigger, like the bigger, well, dungeon crawl, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but those were all side shows. Um, this Saturday, uh, Everslot. Weird name, but uh, that launched. And I've been hyped for this game like all month, even maybe since June. I can't remember now. Um, because it has hook shots and jumping and, and dashing. Oh my. And <laughs> melee combat and stuff. So uh, Everslot is a, uh, what they call it an action RPG. Uh, which makes sense because you earn XP, you level up, you get uh, uh, ability or class points, which you can rank up three different spec trees. Uh, not trees, really, but three different specs. Like, you can be warrior, rogue, rogue or uh, vanguard. And those all upgrade, like, four or five different aspects of your character. Mm. Um, so you don't have to be so detailed. You just pick one of those three and then... Uh, you'll get all those perks in one go. It's a package deal. Um, so the the start, it, it's a bit... I, I know not everyone has actually started this, but I don't think this is a huge spoiler. Like, the first, the first part of the game, like an hour or so, is like a tutorial. And uh, that's all... You go through this gorgeous world with, like... It's all orange and sandy and, and, and <laughs> desert. Uh, but it looks absolutely gorgeous. And uh, you learn all the mechanics, you get abilities unlocked, you uh, get to fight your first enemies, blah, blah, blah. And then you reach the meat of the game, which is the dungeon, the blood runs, which is pretty much you run through procedural dungeons, uh, kill the enemies until you reach an arena, kill everything in the arena, and that means you clear that dungeon. And you get a reward in bonuses for XP and items and gold in a chest. That's basically the game. So it's not like huge in scope that way, but 
it's an action it's an rpg so you level up and as you level up what's actually in the dungeon changes so you get new enemies new environments uh it all it's like it's progressively changing to other things as as you level up i know there's things i haven't even seen yet because i saw uh cry is another streamer that um we, we raid each other <laughs> that doesn't sound very good right um <laughs> he's gotten further than me uh in the levels i've seen there are more levels i haven't gotten there myself yet um but there's there's more things to find i have no idea how long this game is or how like how much there is to it but so far i think i've re i have seen at least five different types of enemies uh saw another one today uh because i played it earlier today which yeah you know but you know <laughs> so they're progressively adding more and more things and i expect there to be um well things unlocking or showing up as as it progresses um so yes i'm i'm totally a fan of this game and uh looking forward to play it more and more and more <laughs> who else here has yes. played everslaught I have. I've not played much. No, I've not played much either. I don't think I'm past all the tutorial stuff yet. Um, <laughs> but the feeling I got from it, even though it's more melee than weapons from where I am at the moment, it may get more shooty shooty later, it felt like what it wants to be Doom. It's got a very Doom feel to it. With the dashing and the jumping and the to. is that is that the common thing that people are saying? This that was the feeling I got from it. It was like some the enemies to begin with feel a lot like the imps from Doom. I haven't played much Doom, so I especially not the the twenty sixteen and, and uh, sure. the ones after that. Mm -hmm. But it does have the mechanics that when you kill an enemy with your melee or the hook shot, you get their blood. Mm. <laughs> You get their blood to use as ammunition in your arm cannon, which is basically like a big flat cannon. Yeah. Um, but you can also use like that, that blood to heal yourself, can't you? Yes, you can also inject yourself with enemy blood. That sounds that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> no danger of anything happening. Not <coughs> so that's how you heal up. You're basically... Oh, uh, this, this is a re really interesting mechanic. So... Instead of having like what Half-Life Alex has with a yeah, like a weapon menu where you move your hand to pick different weapons, in this game you actually have, it's the orientation of your left hand. Yeah. Or I'm not sure if they have a right left hand left hand mode, but they don't. I'm slightly annoyed about uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right now, right now it's on your left hand per, per only apparently. But if you hold it with your palm facing inwards, like sideways. That is your cannon, and if you have the palm facing downwards, like punching with a fist, um, that is your hook shot. Mm -hmm. And you trigger both of that with a trigger. So the trigger does different things depending on how you hold your hand. Which you know that was not a mechanic I had ex like expected, but it's also not entirely new. So the game I'm referencing all the time when playing this is Gunheart, mm -hmm. because Gunheart is the first game I played which had like really elaborate. Uh, traversal you had smooth locomotion dash teleport and jumping with double jump mm. all at the same time possible to do and that that felt pretty awesome for a person that can handle it um but just being able to basically climb all over the environment and uh, fly around and stuff that was 
that was pretty epic. I enjoyed that game a really big amount. Um, and when I saw the trailer for this game, I'm like, oh, oh, this is Gun Hard with Melee. Oh, I'm, I need to buy this. So <laughs> I bought it. To be fair, I first heard about this when you, I think it was me, you and Cold were talking and uh, trying to do more stuff for my, my Twitch stuff. And then you dropped it in the dump on your Discord. And I was like, I'll have, oh, a, yeah. I'll have a look at what, what's that. I'll have never heard of it. Looked at it and I was like, yeah, just trying to get a wish list and get. <laughs> And I've managed to play. I basically just got to where I'm still I like book. I think it was only a tutorial. Mm. I'm at the end of the tutorial. I've just got to the room where it starts to teach you about you upgrading your weapons on the grinder and stuff. Oh, right. That's yeah, where yeah. I got up to. Oh, you're you're. That is me. the point. Yeah, that's that's the point where the blood runs start, which yeah. are these uh, repeated dungeon runs. Yeah. yeah, I've enjoyed that little, even a little tutorial part. It's like just learning about the mechanics has been good enough. Have you so bought this, to go Doc? On. Doc, have you? I once again, thanks to the generosity of the VR community, I do in <laughs> fact own this game. Okay. And I was going to stream an hour of it today, um, and then I was like, I'm so "Sorry, I'm about to go live." And Ball went live playing this game, and I was just like, "Well, I'll." I was, you know, fifty-fifty on what I was going to do. Um, guess it's not play this. Um, I'll, I'll watch Ball instead, and. I went to paint my sword. Not a mm-hmm. euphemism. I, I watch <laughs> it play it after the podcast. <laughs> so yeah, I I own it, and it's very much on the like. I really, really want to play this, but I I shot myself in the foot by setting themes for my live streams. So <laughs> on Saturday, I do like the the puzzly escape room stuff. Monday, I have the random wheel, and then Wednesday or this week, it's going to be Thursday. Um, I do long form content, which at this point in time yeah. consists of me and Buck playing Survive. Um, so I'm just like, when do I play new stuff? You should have had like <laughs> you should have, you should have had two spreadsheets set up. One with just Everslot on, and then at the beginning, randomize your <laughs> wheel. You can only get Everslot, and then load your one up sneakily. <laughs> it, it is on that list. Um, but the, see that? Oh look, Everslot again. The the wheel. It's like. I play 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long it is yeah, after it. That's going to be a problem. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to get a little bit into this and I'm going to be like, it's no wheel stream tonight, folks. We'll <laughs> if, if that game comes up. Which this. isn't a problem. You you know, if you wanted to just go, do you know what? Tonight I'm doing this because I want to play it. No one's going to complain. No, no. it's. I mean, it's not. But I, I, I honestly feel like there would probably be mutiny if I ditched the wheel. Mutiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, your your channel was reported fifteen times. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, it, would, it would just be thumbs downs constantly. Just everybody would just downvote the stream. So, um, it's, and the thing is, I don't get me wrong. I really dig doing the wheel too because the whole mm. idea behind the wheel is getting me to play the back catalog of crap that I've still never played. Um, yeah, so I, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's a really good um, idea. Yeah. I mean, we can. We can trade at some point. You can do the community challenge whole game in one go and I can do the wheel and that that really yeah. I need to do I need to like sit down with Lone Echo and do that. I've I mean it's now counting down. I've got twenty one days to knock out Lone Echo. So You can do it. Yeah. No, Lone Echo took me, I think, three streams. So like six to eight hours. As I'm much as it loathes me to say this, I'm willing to sacrifice our time in Survive if it means you can go and do the other stuff. And then when you've done that, we can go back to Survive. It's entirely up to you. I feel, 
I feel like Survivor's got maybe one more week in it. I think maybe I... one or two, I think, depending on how we go. I don't yeah. know. I honestly don't know how long it is. I don't know how many chapters there are or anything. It's, we started playing it. I thought we'd be done by now. And it's like, oh, this is just the end of <laughs> chapter two. Okay. <laughs> this sort of thing. I've been cheating on you as well. What? No. I've, I, I, I may have gone back to the game without you. I know you did. You went and got all the perk stuff so that you could do stuff that you couldn't do before. Well, not everything. I'm still only partway through, but I can now silence uh, explosive ammo in assault rifles. So it's disgusting, isn't it? That you just go and do these things <laughs> one last, without me. One last comment about Everslot. So uh, it's still in early access. They have pretty weird menus that you need to control with your stick and button and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but that's because it's early access. People provide feedback they do bug fixes it's all meant to early access is it's it's from originally it was made to give developers the opportunity to gather user feedback to steer the development of the game mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's not the final version it might it, it like it lacks performance graphic settings there's no graphic settings at all mm. so that's certainly something they need to put in so you can turn off things like dynamic shadows and you know other mm -hmm. really heavy things that could benefit frame rate. It runs pretty well now for me, but I have a 3080. So I mean, uh, not everyone has a 30 series card <laughs> for sure. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. Also, it's on sale for another four days. So it's 15% off as a launch discount. Mm -hmm. So get on it. Yeah. <laughs> if you like, if you like action RPG, uh, High, high octane locomotion traversal melee whatever yeah i had fun uh, it has been good times i want to play more mm -hmm. yes no i'd completely agree with all of that everything that i've played so far i've thoroughly enjoyed been really good paul do you want to go first or do you want me to go first <laughs> uh you can fine um Basically, yeah, um, like I say, I've played Everstalt, the same as that. I've also played and finished The Secret Retropolis, which Doc has done. Um, Zombieland Headshot Fever I've been playing quite a lot of, just because it has that, again, one more go mechanic to it, which I've been really enjoying. Um, and also, because it's got, you can unlock this to make it easier and unlock that, and it's kind of go, go, go. But I like the quick fire stuff. Like I said earlier, I, I grew up on light gun games, and this is kind of my jam with that sort of stuff. Um, but the thing I wanted to talk about more than anything else was a new game called Demagnet, or Demagnate. I believe it's pronounced Demagnet, which is essentially portal with magnets is the best way to describe it. So it's a puzzle game using magnets. So you have gloves, and on your gloves, one of you is one polarity, one is the other polarity, and then there are blocks that you can pick up or push away, depending on the polarity of the blocks. And then you go into a new area each time, and there's a puzzle. And it's, you know, you've got a sensor on the floor here. Okay, we just drop it on that. That opens the door. I can get out and go to the next section. But then you've got other ones where the sensors are, like, on the wall. And it's like, well, how do I keep it there? Because there's gravity, obviously, in there, so things just fall down if you let go. And so the idea is you put two of the same magnet either side of the wall to lock them in. And that sort of thing. So you can pick stuff up and move it around at the same time with these. So your gloves work like, yeah. You, you if you use the same polarity, it just comes and sticks next it, with you. If you use the opposite, it pushes it away, as magnets do. Um, it's really interesting and fun little game. 
um, to go through all these different puzzles and do stuff. I, if you like your puzzle games, I would really recommend this. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Doc, for this one as well. I'm probably bold. Mm-hmm. You'd probably like this too. I already bought it. Oh, okay. But as I've been somewhat uh, uh, out of action the last couple of four days, mm. um, I I wanted to play it. Yeah. And then I played I I played Ever Slow and Sorry, Yeah. I it's exactly the type of game I would love to play. But then now, if you're playing it, Buck, mm. you can report how long it takes, and I can see if it's a community challenge. <laughs> yeah. No. Ab- absolutely. So what mm-hmm. I was actually going to do for my next stream i was actually going to do this yesterday but never got around to it so i might do it on the night that me and doc aren't playing i was going to do a, a brains and brawn stream where i will do an hour of demagnate and an hour of everslaught so we've got the brains <laughs> and the brawn in two different things um which i thought might be quite fun just so start off with demagnate because it's quite chill and easy and then go into the bit of the hustle that is everslaught afterwards but i i like demagnate it's it's fun it's and it's it does make you think in places because you're looking how do i do that so for example there was like one where there's also like sections where if you point to move something that's inside a box you can't move it okay so you can't your gloves don't work through the glass or something so what you have to do is find a way to get something in there that can either push it or pull it in another direction so one of them was there was a door into a little area inside there uh, and it goes into a T, and at the end of each T is a switch on the floor so the way you do that one is you get two magnets the same put them in and then they push each other away from each other to the end and then land on the floor and land on the switches at the end sort of thing so it it does get your head scratching. I've I'm not that far into it, so I suspect it's going to get more head scratchier as we go. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I, I like a good puzzle game. I like something that makes you think a bit. And it is at first, it's kind of like okay, this seems pretty simple, and then it starts to get a little bit more complicated and a little have to think about it a little more. And I'm really intrigued to see how far they take it with the different puzzles. But yeah, I I think I'll I will stream it. Um, and I think I'll do that, like I say, with the brains and brawn. Do one hour of that, and then an hour of um, Everslaught, and see how we get. On, if people will be interested in watching that, so I, I find that yeah. the I like it when puzzle games try something different. Like Transpose is like unbelievable hmm. for it because they're doing something different <laughs> to just a general puzzle. And this what that's what stood out to me when standing on the trail. If I was watching, it, I was like, it seems very much different to what's out there for a puzzle game. Yeah. I mean, I saw Doc stream the accidentally available. <laughs> the I knew that's why part. you were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm I, like, I need to play this. I need this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was basically the same for me that mm. night. I was just like, okay, yeah, I totally need to to play this game now. Um, I mm. I was doing the wheel stream. the The whole thing started out as because I had Viveport. And it was one of those that you that you pay for X amount and you get X amount of time. And I then had it for like six months and then never ever touched Viveport. And I was like, all right, my Viveport is going to expire. So I'm now on a timer to play all of the games I ever wanted to play on Viveport. And this is how we're going to do it. So that's what started the whole wheel thing. And while I was looking through the games on Viveport, I saw the demo for this game. And it went on there. I was like, right, so we're definitely playing this game. And I played the game. And then once the stream, the, the stream was finished... Or was it midstream? I can't remember. Um, the devs basically popped up and were like, 
we didn't think anybody knew about this demo. It's basically been hiding in the corners on Viveport for ages because <laughs> we had to have a demo for one thing, like to get into a uh, like a convention or something like that. And yeah, so, yeah, you're not supposed to have been playing this demo. I was like, <laughs> well, it's there. And I absolutely loved it. And I'm going to buy the game when it comes out. And they were like, well, thank you very much. We just didn't think anybody would ever find that. So I, I have a little bit of a history with this game. <laughs> I mean, that does that say anything about Viport? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know what happened. Like, I, yeah, I guess they meant to pull it and forgot or something. I, I don't know, mm. but... Yeah, I when I played that demo, I like you fell in love that night. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm wishlisting this game. Like it's it's happening. Mm. So yeah, I I dig. I bought it too. without a discount. I mean, come on, that's I, huge. <laughs> yeah, you messaged me. It was just like, there's no launch discount. They're just, they're killing me. Why is there no launch discount? Everybody gives ten percent at launch. And I was just like, well, yeah. I so five percent. Come on, come on. Anything, but I, he basically, I think it's the reason that I have ever slot is purely because there's a fifteen percent discount. I think that's purely what it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's um. I have a great history with that game, and I very much look forward to playing the whole thing. Well, it's in my library, so you don't have to buy it. You can just take it off of there. <laughs> I don't have anybody's libraries anymore. Really? Oh, yeah, you installed the PC. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can that fix that. That is not saved on your account. It's saved on this PC, yeah. and you can actually lose it if you have a Steam crash. They can just like, oh, oh nothing shared with this PC. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, well, yeah. we can fix that, so that's fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that was me, Demagnate. I would recommend it, definitely. Paul, what you got for us? So first of all, I jumped into like my favourite rhythm game, um, Beat Saber. Beat Saber. <laughs> Joking, Synth Riders. <laughs> you um, had me there, holy crap. Yeah, uh, jumped in my favourite uh, rhythm game, Synth Riders, and tried out the new DLC eventually, like Caravan Palace. Um, it, I, I've actually released a video showing the experience, and I put Caravan Park as the name of the band. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed like a day after it was uploaded, so I've just put a, a, an apology in the in the description. So if you have watched that video, it's Caravan Palace and not Caravan Park. <laughs> um, but it's another one where they've done an experience. Um, I would say it's not as good as Muse, but better than The Offspring. But I don't think it's much difficulty beating The Offspring's experience, because I wasn't overly impressed with that. Um, so if you've not played them, the experiences are they've created a set level designed around the the band and what the band does. Um, so, so is is your problem with the the way that they've implemented it, or is it more of a just like just I don't a really care about just the a des- no, just a design. I I love the offspring, and um, it's just I a design. Wonder. Just doesn't work. It's like all black with like skulls, neon wasn't it? And guitarists and skulls and things like this, and it works mm. with what offspring do, but it's just not. It's not it's visually not neon world of synth riders. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Muse works well for it because they're weird anyway. So they actually did like a whole tour that was based around VR and stuff, didn't they? So yeah, it's interesting. So wasn't surprised theirs worked okay. But yeah, it's, um, they're not bad. But the offspring one is enjoyable. It's just not the best out of all of them. It's like I wouldn't say it's as good as the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new five tracks are good. Um. If you like the 
Electro Swing Essentials, he'll just feel him that almost. That was my um, first thought when they said it was Caravan Palace. It's like, oh, that fits in with the music that they yeah. already had. Yeah. They're all mapped well, as they always are. Um, they're all fun to play. So, yeah, if you'd enjoy Synth Riders, I'd recommend getting all the DLCs if you enjoy Synth Riders because all of them are well mapped and well done. And you always, like, started to put a bit of a different spread on things, like Muse and Offspring and Bad Religion and all them come into it. So, yeah, but I would say it's worth it because it's one it's my favourite rhythm game. <laughs> um, again, when I found some new worlds in Neos, one of them is the old Wave XR team have had some people have gone. Um, they do it with some decisions. They've, a lot of the creative side's gone over to Neos and have made a beat, a beat sin, which is like a club where they're going to be throwing parties like and raves and all sorts, and um, which they did on VR chat for Wave XR before stuff went wrong and they've, mm. they've actually left there and moved, made this new group. Um, on Wave XR they did have like live performances. So I don't know whether they're going to try and get that over. Um, like Steve Aoki and things like this. I don't know whether they're going to try and get that to happen on Neos. I don't know. Um. And last night I jumped in and actually found a Cine World, which was a work in progress. And they just made a Cine World cinema. Because you can share any video on your computer, you can go into an empty screen and say, I want to play this video off my computer on here. And then people who join the world can just come in and watch with you. So last night there was a room with the sound of music on. There was a there was one with Ace Attorney live action movie on. And it's There's- a whip and it seemed to be working really well. Sorry, there's a live action movie of Ace Attorney. Yeah. Oh my it was god. All, yeah. <laughs> it was all subtitled. It was, it was all subtitled, but yeah. But, yeah it was interesting but, yeah. to go in and But yeah, basically if you've got it, I could then go in a room and say there's one like set so people can go and play YouTube videos. There's one set for 3D movies, so each scene you can just go in if you want to put a movie on the scene from your computer you can. Then anyone in there anyone can come in and join and watch it with you. Which is a a nice mm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. That was the work in progress. Then I jumped, well, when it, the day it came out, I jumped in at the Firewatch VR mod because Firewatch is a game that I absolutely loved. Very simple. and um, Not much really to it apart from walking and trying to solve a few puzzles. But a lot of walking, but it's just... The mod works well um, for the most part. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem like it's binded well for index. Um, it was like talk to the to woman, and then when you have to talk on the walkie-talkie to continue, for some reason they've used grip to open the analog, open the dialogue, so you can then because uh, obviously with yeah, that sounds awkward with the quest, which I've seen everyone playing it on, you've got the the grip button, so it's like a trigger and a button, isn't it? Like it would be in the game. Yeah, it doesn't work well on the index for that reason. I could I couldn't get it, the dialogue to stay up, I couldn't get it to load. So I just give up in the end. But apparently it's had updates since then and stuff work. I don't know whether it's index stuff works, but everyone's saying it's constantly getting improvements. You have to join a patron to get it, it's like a pound a month. But obviously if you do what I did, I joined for the month, grabbed it and then left. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to join up to get the updates, I suppose. <laughs> join up again to get the updates. So I'm going to wait till it's finished before I go back. But it looked nice in VR. It ran nice in VR. 
he's done a good seems to have done a good job apart from the control binding for index uh, but the main game I'm going to talk about is finally finish Hello Puppets to to 13's joy because she was the one who wanted to get me to play it originally <laughs> <laughs> and I played the first half of it and then uh, yeah it took a while to go back to it not that I wasn't enjoying it off it was overly scary it's just there was other stuff to play in between and the plan was to firewatch do a firewatch stream when that didn't work 13 was in the chat just typing puppets in cap lock because I said I'm going to have to play something else <laughs> <laughs> Give them so what they want, yeah. I'll go in and finish this. But it works. Enjoyed it. Not like I said, I thought it was gonna be scarier than it was. Um I don't know why. It's, just... Yeah, it's not. It, the, the 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 bits that I played before it mm-hmm. broke completely. Um I bro- <laughs> were not they were cheap scares more than anything. Yeah. The kind said, that you would just sort of, and that's it. I think the the part that freaked me out the most was in one of the rooms. If you stand one side of a a board, stand on this side, the left side of it, and look around in the background, you can't get to. There's like a host in there, but he's quite big. Mm. So in the game, you are you're a horse, basically to get humans, saw the mouths up. You put a puppet on your hand, then the puppet controls you rather than you control the puppet is the idea, but you are a horse with you keep your conscience, so which you're not supposed to. Uh but yeah, you look and he's like he's a big horse, it stood there, but then you go walk around the other side and it's just a mannequin with like in that position. And that like that put me on edge more than anything because I was expecting this big horse to do something. Like, is he gonna start chasing me? But no, there's nothing happened in the end. But that was the part I was most on edge. I was like, I don't like the fact that he's there, but then not there. Like, I'm going to figure the puzzle out in this room, and then that's going to activate and set that guy off. But it just didn't happen. <laughs> um, there's parts where, in the last part, I was getting a little frustrated because I got caught by one of the puppets at Will Chase you, one of the little animal ones. Mm-hmm. And... And every time I was trying to leave the room, it was just outside the room instantly. And if it's spotty, you're caught. And it wouldn't. I was. I was like, but as soon as I took a step outside the room, where I need to run to this other room. It was always there, spotting me and running at me. And I thought, well, this isn't gonna. Eventually, got through that, past that, figuring out if you shut the door, it'll carry on in just normal path. If you shut the door first. But yeah, it's um, it's a good game for the dialogue. It's funny for the dialogue. The puppets got an attitude. And will swear at you when it's scared and things. And yeah, it's just a shame it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Like when you see the trailer, you like you can imagine it being a bit freaky. But yeah, it's just not mm. as. It's just a shame. I think it was uh, Ball. You said in the chat like the main enemy, like the guy puppet, is really well voice acted, like unbelievably well voice oh, acted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Good voice acting does a whole lot to yeah. give life to characters. It's uh, so important. They have to talk in rhyme as well, so you've got to get used to rhyme. <laughs> like that's the idea is it's because it's meant to be an old puppet show, Sesame Street esque type thing. And it's totally got the rhymes. They all talk in rhyme. Okay. Well yeah, I would recommend it if you just want to I mean it took about two, two and a half hours to three hours to get through with the whole thing. 
over the two streams. Oh, that's that's a community challenge. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ugh. But yeah, if you like a just a quick shot, a fun game. It's little puzzles to get you through each section and things. Um. Like I said, voice acting's great. All the dialogue's great. It's it's a good. It's just don't ex- go into it expecting it to be as scary as you think it would be. Even at the beginning, when you first get the pup on your arm in the first room, you like you are a bit like, oh god, and then you just realise no, it's not really gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I think. The- I mean that it's not that scary. That's 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 like a positive for me. Like oh oh, it's not a horror. It's not <laughs> that of a horrible game. It, it it's as you said. It's they kind of advertise it as being as being a. A hardcore horror kind of yeah i mean maybe not because they have ridiculous voices but you know mm-hmm. it on the cover it looks scary yeah yeah i think the biggest jump scare i got on it was one time when i bent down to pick something up and couldn't pick it up and when i turned around and there the puppet was just on my hand was just staring at me and like because i just <laughs> normally it just keeps its head away from you and it turns and talks to you even if you try and turn your hand it still sort of like tries to turn away and then I just turned. It was just his face was just there because it. Well, what I was trying to find out on the floor it spawned in the puppet's hand, so like it was facing me, holding this key out, and I just turned, and I was just like, uh. <laughs> "Like, why did you do that?" <laughs> but yeah, decent enough game. Um, like I said, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll get Ball to play it for community challenge. <laughs> in- incoming. Yeah, that's, that's gonna happen. <laughs> so it's another. It's another oldish game as well. It's been out probably, what did you say, year and, year and a half, two years maybe? I don't know. It's quite old, isn't it? It's oldish. It's not ancient, it, but oldish. It's newish to Steam, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was on Oculus oh, for a while, wasn't right. it? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they've announced this new one, but it's got an OVR at the moment, so poo-poo that off. Oh, yeah, I was in the next fest for Steam, and I, I got so excited it, I like, when I seen it. In the next no fest, VR. Yeah. Oh, fuck mm. off then. <laughs> that was sad. Cool. We played quite a diverse set of different stuff over the last two weeks mm-hmm. between all of us. That's not bad at all. Nope. So, like we normally do, if people want to stick any questions in chat for us, we'll have a look at those after we've gone through the news that we see. Not. A huge amount on news at the moment, really. But, oh, Doc, you saw something regarding... Was it super hot? Yeah. So, I mean, if you've been living under a rock for the last fortnight, because I think it was like last <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday after the podcast, um, basically, uh, super hot Games have looked at their game super hot. Anybody who's played... I mean, we've all played super hot, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's one section where they're like, prove your loyalty. Take that gun, put it to your head, and pull the trigger. Um, and they, they basically make you try and blow your brains out. Um, and they were like, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. And we want to change this. Mm-hmm. And so they patched the game and removed that section of the game. Um, they they advance you in a different method now, which I've never really looked into. I've played the game and was like, yeah, it's fine. Um, so yeah, they, they removed that and the VR world collectively lost their shit. The game got review bombed, gave them negative, negative, Mm -hmm. negative reviews. Um, people were just like all over their discord and everything. Just being like, you're censoring us. It's like, well, wait a minute. No, no, they're not. Um, 
they, they they've changed their own game um mm-hmm. and yeah i the the, the world just they just went crazy at super hot and they were reeling for a few days and then they released a statement being like yeah no this is this is happening like stop being bitches we're taking this out we don't feel mm-hmm. we we're not reacting to public outcry we are reacting to ourselves wanting to be better Mm-hmm. And so we have removed this from the game, mm-hmm. and like there's so many people as well, people that I I know in the VR community, people that I would think would understand, seemed to still really dislike it that they've mm. removed this one portion from the game that isn't. Yeah, uh, right. So how 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 do you three feel about this? Because I feel like you guys all have the same reaction as me. Yeah, I think it's, it's their game. Um, well, they yeah. think that at the moment as well with how push forward like stuff like mental health and stuff is and this sort of thing happening, the, it's probably the right choice for them to take that decision to remove it. Hasn't been, like you said, I think everyone thought, oh, you've just been sent, like you've been silenced by public, blah, blah. But it wasn't that. It's just a general decision they've made. They want to make that decision. Why? I don't understand. It's just a entitled people the, going to review the game is still remove one little part. Yeah, yeah. The, the the game is still there. It is still essentially the same game, with the exception of one thing, which is yeah. a could be a trigger for some people. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it's a it's a horrible thing if it is a trigger for someone, and they've taken it upon themselves to go. Do you know what? We want people to enjoy a game and we don't want to trigger that sort of thing, which mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really see what the problem is. And also, it's their game. They can do what they want with it. <laughs> it's, I, if someone turned around and tried to use the argument, I paid for that, I want that, then you're having a laugh. Because you, you didn't pay money for that game so that you could shoot yourself in the head. You paid money for that game to play Super Hot. Which is mm-hmm. moving, you know, we all know how support works, is to play that game. It in no way detracts or enhances that game for that having it being removed, in my opinion. I honestly can't think there'll be anyone who could turn around and say, you know what, I bought Super Hot for the story. No. <laughs> they bought it because of how good the gameplay is. Yeah. I would agree with that. <laughs> I, um, so, uh, as someone who has, you know, I know people that has committed suicide. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, part of an adult's life to have friends and family and whoever mm-hmm. actually commit that. And it's it's really sad and it's heartbreaking and all that. I didn't react to this in the game. I didn't even think of it, um, even if I have that experience. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and the same way, I didn't really, you know, they removed it. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that's... That's good, right? I mean, oh, I, I really, I don't, I didn't put much weight to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's to me a creative choice, mm. and uh, to me, I think there is a disconnect, at least for me in Sweden, because we don't have that many guns circulating. It's not a realistic thing to suggest someone shooting themselves with a gun. Sure. Yeah. I think in America that's very different mm. because mm-hmm. of their laws and stuff. So I can see it on a global scale. It makes way more sense in like Western Europe. 
I don't think many people would connect that to an actual thing you can do because you would have to get out and get a handgun. And that's, you know, fairly mm -hmm. non-trivial, I think. <laughs> Can't say I've tried. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Your next community challenge. <laughs> I'm right now in the basement of their local club. I'm not sure who I'm meeting, but it's all exciting here. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's that, I think that's like a social disconnect between their choice and maybe the people that are complaining, mm. because like oh, it's such a shocking, you know, it's it's like a pivotal moment in the game. It's it's part of the story, and that it made the experience what it was. And I'm like, I didn't care much for that. I could have it happen in any other way, I think. But then again, I don't I don't know what they replaced it with, so I'm not sure. Maybe maybe that was really bad. I don't know. So people are, might have a right to be upset. But again, I think any kind of depiction of, of suicide in media, which can be a trigger, it's probably beneficially removed or at least, you know, warned against yeah. or anything like that. I'm not well, sure really how it affects people. But yeah. So I'm, I want to play devil's advocate here. Um, it used to be optional. From from what oh, I, yeah. I vaguely remember, you could literally go into it, and it was a toggleable setting where you could just say, "I don't want this," and the game mm. would play without it. So then, and the thing is, with any form of of media or with art, once you release it, it finds a fan base, mm. and that fan base come to like and hold that deer. So mm -hmm. all of a sudden, it's not their game anymore. It's our game. It's it's you know the people who love and play that game. It, it's their game. They feel a connection to it. So to change something so dramatically and without real warning, the developers are, are they actually a, a little bit in the wrong? I, I mean, was it a communication issue? Do you think, or do you know? Do you think people are just where pandered to and just need to shut the hell up? Do you know where in the game you toggle this on or off? Because I don't remember seeing anything with that option. It was something they added fairly recently, probably with the ah, um, the quest okay. version. Um, it was probably in a setting, or maybe when you first launch it. Honestly, let's say I played Super Hot VR years ago. Same when. Yeah, so I've not been back to it. They could have removed it, not put out any kind of a press release, and I would have been blissfully unaware. Mm -hmm. Same. Absolutely same. Yeah, being, being completely honest, when, when it came out and I seen it blown up on Twitter, I was like, does it self... It was a non-thing. In, like, in my head, I was like, does it, does it self-harm self scene in Superhot? I couldn't even remember it. I had to go and read the stories to understand what was taken out, and when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, that... <laughs> but at first, I was like, what's, yeah. what's the one? <laughs> I, I mean, I, that totally makes sense, what Doc said, because mm. uh, I, I was part of the Halo community for a long time, and how the he first Halo game worked when the second one didn't work that way, it was like, what have you done? This is all wrong. What the shit? <laughs> and I totally understand that, and I think that's why I haven't cared much, because I played Superhot once, mm. 2016, mm -hmm. that's five years ago, and then I never played it again, ever. I should probably replay it because they added achievements. <laughs> it was uh, the but... <laughs> second game I played on PC yeah. VR. Um... <laughs> so, yeah, maybe maybe this is not an outrage over what they removed, but that they removed it. Like, so that's the thing that they sh it's a big change, regardless of what it was. 
Is it that, or is it just people being people and moaning because they can? I think See, I have... Is it like, oh, it's Tuesday, we need something to be mad at? Uh, yeah. Facebook haven't done anything fucked up in a week or so, well, so... The, what, I mean, this, this leads like? in very nicely, really, to the well, next first, first thing. Of, first of all, it? before I go on that, 13 is a good point in chat. And it was your way around. Would people be happy that it was added in? <laughs> It'd be outrage. Yeah, that's... yeah, that would be horrible. Mm. Like the yeah. PR would be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So really, they, they can't win, can they? They can't remove it. They can't add it. Can't. They're always no. going to have someone mourning at them. But it was one yeah. of those things, though, when you were playing the game the very first time you played Super Hot, which apparently wasn't that memorable. Um, but yeah, you sat there, you're playing the game, and then all of a sudden they're just like, "Now do a thing," and. In VR, the act of putting the controller to your head and pulling the trigger is quite jarring. Like it, it's just like, wow, this is fucked up. And then you do it anyway. Mm. And I mean, I, I, thing, I, would, but... I, would, I would like to say I felt that way. The first shooting game when I thought, I wonder if I can shoot myself in the head. <laughs> Didn't even like I, I think was... about it. Just turned it. I was like, I wonder if I can shoot myself in the head. Oh, I'm exactly I the same thing. Like I, I get into a shooting game and I'm just like, right, let's test the shooting game out. Bang, bang. All right, reloading mechanics. They're fine. And then put the gun to my head to see if I can kill myself. Like, it's like That's just a thing that I seem to do, which I, makes me wonder about myself. As I say, never go to a firing range, please. Like, this is what I want to say. Just don't ever do it. But it, it's interesting that it's it's another one of those things that people like to shout and scream about and that kind of leads in really to the, the next news thing. It's not really news but it kind of blew up on Twitter where basically yeah. someone decided that this fellow the Grim Reaper has attacked <laughs> um, PC VR is dead is the main mm. thing that's going on and I'm I don't agree with that as a statement. And I'm wondering where the statement actually came from. As it, is it from a player perspective, or is it from a developer perspective, or is it from both? Um, it was like a, it was a weird thing because normally we get VR is dead, but this one guy just said PC VR is dead. Yeah, and then everyone was like, but "It's all sort of mix." When does this, big, when does this when, happen? When does that happen? Yeah. 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 And but then some like yeah yeah it is it's like a mix of, but it's very just got I, a talking point going didn't it yeah yeah so, this was posted by six yes cix from on Twitter uh, which is a, a VR person that you know he founded Live and Eurofit and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff so yeah he's he's kind of a of a name in VR and the, to quote it exactly it says. Sorry to my VR friends, I declare PC VR dead, prove me wrong. So I don't think, I think this is one of those memes, you know, where you have a sign, I think this. Mm. Yeah. Like, prove me wrong, yeah, it's a guy me. sat, isn't it? Yeah, the guy sat on the thing. So I mean, it, it seems like so something to, to trigger a discussion, and clearly that worked. <laughs> I mean, and then, of course, so, there's all these bait, YouTube bait. channels that basically, like, they... There are a lot of YouTube channels that aren't dedicated so much to gameplay as they are to news. Mm -hmm. Crazily enough, news and tutorials, incredibly popular on YouTube and get you lots mm. of views and subscribers. And so this is the, the latest sort of news story that everybody has to get a video out that VR, PC, VR is dead. And yeah, I, I kind of get why. 
so this is i mean like you say this kind of goes back to the whole sort of super hot thing as well vr is a business and if you want to succeed in a business you have to make certain choices follow, follow trends and follow exactly and the current trend and or choice would be that if you want to be successful in VR, you need to get your game out on a platform that is widely adopted. It's why there was a lot of games that, even though they were kind of trash, were ported to P- uh, PSVR because the install base of PSVR was massive. Mm-hmm. And now the install base for VR is very much in a Quest 2. Like, 75% of this podcast own Quest 2s. Yep. It, there are so many out there, of course, because nobody's making VR to make money. People do make money in VR. Um, I mean, Beat Games, obviously, they've done gangbusters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they recently they were bought by Oculus, so that they did gangbusters before then. Yeah, but that's what causes you to get bought by Oculus, because there's a few other yes. places that Oculus have bought. Um, I mean, Oculus have got one PC VR game coming at the moment, which is Lone Echo 2. Um, mm-hmm. so, and that's going to be the last of them, isn't it? Well, Did is they it? Say that? They, no, they haven't. I don't believe they've said it's going to be the last the PC one. That. I think it's the community that's that. It's the last PC. It's the last PC, the last PC exclusive. Yes. Yes. So they may still put games out on the PC, but it's also going to be on Quest. But they're going to make it for the Quest and party to the PC is what they're basically saying. Yeah, it's not going to be made for PC and part of the quest, guaranteed. But VR is still niche. It's not a mainstream thing. It isn't. Not yet. At least in my opinion, it's not. It's still niche. And it is, if you want to do PC VR, it is expensive. It's not cheap Mm -hmm. to do it properly because, you know, first of all, you need a rig that can run it. And you're looking at at least seven... 100 quid just for your graphics card, really, if you want it to run at any stable frame rate with a lot of the stuff that's out there. Mm-hmm. And then you got your headset on top, and yes, you can use a Quest 2. Um, so, you know, your headset you can pick up for three, 400 quid, but... You've still got to buy the PC to power it. Exactly. Power the PC via side of it. But it's like, we've all got an Index, and that's not a cheap piece of equipment. That's a grand, if you want to buy the full kit. Um, there are other headsets. Now there are dev units. Sorry, you don't have to buy a consumer unit. There are dev units that you can get. That's true. HTC are pretty good at giving out dev units and things like that. Yeah, that's Um, true. But again, that's niche. Not everyone is going to be able to phone up HTC and go, "Can I have a dev unit?" No. Anyone can go and buy any of the other stuff off the shelf. T Monster, I think they he he was using a. Uh, vibe that HTC provided to them and things like that. Like, not not massive yeah. devs, but HTC did give out dev units. They were really great like that in the um, the early days of VR. So well, nobody's making VR for profit. That I disagree a with. Of, I think Oculus I'll, are making money out of VR. Well, no. Well, so this is what developers. Most developers that make VR games, they are making them purely because they are passionate about VR. Yep. Uh, nobody is getting rich off of VR. Except so Oculus. If there is a, a, well, if there is a potential way to maximize your profits, why the hell wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. 
And so making the game available on the Oculus Quest, the most popular platform, just makes sense to me. Makes like, sense I... to, to yeah, for devs. You've got to think on their foot. Like, I know as a enthusiast and stuff and uh, you're passionate about it, you want to see stuff on PC, but you've got to look at the devs side. If you were in the devs' shoes, would you build it for a platform that's got a minis- like not a minuscule but a small part of a play base or would you make it for one that is the main part of the play base you would concentrate on that first because so, yeah. that's where you're going to make money see the other thing I would see is a lot of games PC VR games are both flat screen and VR so stuff like Star Wars Squadrons a lot of racing games these are all can be these can all be played on flat screen and in VR so Project Cars has VR, Automobilist 2 has VR, a set of Corsa, Competizione, um, Elite Dangerous, you know, flight sim, stuff like that. You're not going to get those yet on your mobile. You're you're not going to get them. Stuff that needs like all these extra peripherals. And again, this is another cost that you have to put into it. So if you want a steering wheel and pedals or a flight stick and that, you're not going to have that on mobile yet. It will come. I'm sure it will come at some point. But for the high-end level of graphics and, you know, that sort of thing that you need in, like, racing games and, you know, flight sims and that sort of thing, I don't think that does get used in VR a lot more on PC. Um, But those games are not solely VR games. They can also be played with flat screen. So that goes back to Doc's point about no one makes money in VR, but those games aren't really. They're making money off of the normal pancake flare. Mm. But you're not going to get that level of game in a mobile device yet. So I don't no. think no, PC I... VR is dead yet. I think it's coming. And I think probably five to ten years it will probably be all mobile. I, I, don't, I don't know if that will ever happen, to be honest. Because, I mean, let's face it, mobile flat-screen games exist, mm-hmm. and yet you ask Sony how their consoles are selling. Yeah. Pretty sure they would smile and say pretty well. Well, if they had enough like, of them to sell, that'd be nice. It, it would be splendid <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if it was, uh, yeah, the chip shortage wasn't a thing. But, yeah, so uh, mobile flat-screen gaming exists. Yeah, I posted an image in, um, I can't, in the I chat which shows the market shares of various platforms and VR is like a tiny, tiny mm. sliver at yeah. the very end of it. Yeah. But like mobile gaming is twice the size of PC gaming and PC gaming is still very much alive. That's because um, everyone has a phone. You may not have a PC, well, but also, you have a phone. Yeah, but this is profit. So mobile also has highly predatory mm-hmm. business models. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which is, you know, why we get loot boxes and shit in console games, because it works. Psychologically, yep. it works really well and uh, generates money. Um, but what I think the original, like, like where I can see the, the statement coming from is that just like I played, I played, you know, uh, Gunshot Fever or whatever, clearly a, uh, a quest port. There's no way around that. It, it's mm-hmm. just very evident. Uh, is that the end of PC VR? Because we're just getting ports. But this also reminds me very much of PC gaming when we had like the Xbox and the Xbox 360. Like that was, to me then, it felt like gaming was on console. PC was secondary. Yeah. 
and all we got was like ports and stuff. Bethesda did that quite a lot. Their their games were made for consoles and then ported to PCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it showed. <laughs> it really did show. Yeah, I was disappointed, yeah, so... dishonored. <laughs> so I can see that happening. To I mean, I've I've been saying this for a while since the Quest has become the the dominant hardware platform in the in the space. That if things goes to shit. This is what we have on PC left. Like we have quest ports and that's mm-hmm. the only thing we get. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure not everyone is happy doing like, like I've also seen comments that even if people say release on quest, it's not easy. It's a, no. it's a bloody mobile chip. You yeah. need to optimize the crap out of that. And also and, um, you've got to get through the Oculus stuff as well. Haven't you? So yeah, I mean, that was the second part. Hmm. And it, so, same with um, PlayStation VR. They're quite tough yeah. on getting stuff onto that platform as well. So in theory, release on Steam because there is no gateway. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there's no blocking. You can you can get out on Steam for a hundred bucks. You can publish pretty much well anything that's not you know horrific and whatever adult really? class. Have you played Steam games lately? I have to confess, I've unchecked things like sexual content, and maybe I'm not sure what else there is, but oh, there um, is crazy amounts of sexual content. Uh, I know it's that's why I unchecked more than you could I, ever want. I, <laughs> even if, even if I only check soundtracks, it's like oh, these are fifty hentai games because it's not longer the it's no longer the games. So I get the soundtracks, so I see it anyway. So yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Do we think OpenXR? is going to help keep all of it going. Because the point of OpenXR is you can develop for everything in one go, isn't it? Well, I think the thing is Oculus adopting OpenXR is the thing that's going to keep everything going. Because they were off of that for like a long time, but now all mm-hmm. of their stuff all works with it. You don't need to worry about the Oculus SDK anymore. Mm. And so that I could... Mean- if they make all their previous PC games OpenXR compliant, that means they can dump the Rift platform as a whole immediately. Mm. Like that day, they can just dump it all um, and let any headset connect and play those games. So, <laughs> I mean, that it, it makes sense as a, as a kind of uh, on a maintenance aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, oh, if we just plug in OpenXR here, people using any headset can play this and there's no reason for us to like get bothered by these pc enthusiast assholes that just keeps poking us about pc headsets uh, so i see it as an exit strategy from uh, pc gaming in general yeah well i think like it, they would benefit from it all because there's so many good Oculus exclusives that would sell well on steam like lone echo would sell well on steam if you didn't want oh yeah yeah, yeah. Involved. I mean, it's a gorgeous game. It 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 will it will find customers just by the looks alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but I think we will get good. to the point where they're like, people will be able to sell a PC VR game purely based on the fact that there is no Quest version, <laughs> yeah. developed only for PC. So it'll be like we have stunning visuals because it's not on Quest, so we don't have to potato it. It's fine, <laughs> and people will be like, look at that. That's amazing. That. Like you say, there is always going to be games made that you just cannot put on a quest. Yet. 
that's that's the key well, thing here is yet. It's once the mobile stuff gets high enough and fast enough, then I think that's when it will start to really change. I think the only way that realistically could happen is the cloud gaming. The only way you're going to get an equal performance on a mobile headset is what you would get on a PC is purely through the cloud. Because the thing is, the reason that my PC is so massive is because all of that won't fit into a tiny mm-hmm. little box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's always going to be better in the big box than what it is in the tiny box until the tiny box stuff gets better. But by the time that gets as good as the stuff in the big box, the stuff in the big box will be even better than what it is now. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be a gap. It, is there the though? Cloud fills that or gap. is it going to catch up? Nah. Is it going to reach a singularity and become the same? No, I don't. I don't see it ever happening. Mm-hmm. Like I say you would need something external to plug that gap, and that the only time I can see that is cloud computing. Mm-hmm. Are we still classing that as mobile? Well, technically, yeah. I mean, you you don't need a PC, but you could play PC quality games on a mobile headset. So, yeah, I would say so. Okay. I'm not sure I would. Shall we take questions? We should. We should have a look at the questions that we got. <laughs> we should, yeah. We should. That's I've seen four questions. Do. Right. So, question one. What horror game should Bowl force himself to play for our next for our entertainment? Um, one recommendation was I mean, Lies Beneath, which I believe came from Gametag uh, mm-hmm. VR. It's not a bad one, but that's only Oculus as well. So he won't. It is. But he does play Oculus exclusives. Yeah, they, it is. It, I, mean, I said this in chat, but it's a sad game for me because Drifter VR made Gunheart, which is uh, one of my all-time favorites mm-hmm. in VR. And then because they need money to survive as a studio, they made Oculus exclusive stuff like the port, the quest port for uh, Robo Recall, mm-hmm. and then Lies Beneath, which is a uh, horror comic-ish mm-hmm. title. Uh, I didn't actually know it was on Rift, so uh, that was a surprise for me just last week, I think, when someone told me. So uh, I could actually play it. I haven't bought it though. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of don't want to. I don't feel I can Oculus, but... answer this question because I don't play horror games in VR. So um... I didn't. Then oh, I right. then I forced myself to do Resident Evil. Shit. Wraith? Did you say Wraith wasn't that bad? Was it not? I mean, but, I I, I bit of an, it's a bit of an easy cakewalk for. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jep's come up with a good one. Cosmo Dread. Of course. Because he's been playing it. <laughs> that that actually is pretty damn terrifying, I've been told. Um, so I would say... Uh, was also on the, on the table. Emily wants to play as good for NVR. Uh, wait, that, that one looks absolutely awful. I'm not sure I'm up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it sort of took uh, me five minutes to get brave enough to go off the menu where you select to start a game because that was freaky enough in VR. <laughs> I know it'll annoy the crap out of him, but I would love to see Bol play uh, Boogeyman or Boogeyman 2. That's basically that just is. Five Nights at Freddy. Uh, oh, sh- No. I've seen Jeff play the Five Nights at Freddy's game. That's just jump scare times a thousand. Yeah, and that is the, the same. That is not horror anymore. No. That is surprise mechanics. Yeah. I, um, no, not for me. He actually, no, he, actually, he actually brought this in the last Steam sale, so he's got himself down for this. Um, 
he's going to have to play um, Paranormal Activity because I know he owns that one. Yep. I've actually seen it being played, so I kind of know what I'm getting into. But that was an awful quality, so... I think maybe I think so. I know Cold played, but I think you also played it. But I, I think Paul has also played it. Yeah, I'm not finished it. I'll give up. Like it, oh, it was freaking yeah. me out too much, and I was like, I can't even finish it. There's the, I mean, the Exorcist, Paul Legion. That worth? Oh, yeah, it's meant to be good. I have episode one of that. I've... I already bought a bunch of horror games in the sale, so I'm already you know set up I'll... to pun be punished. I've Laser played about. I've played about. 20 minutes of The Exorcist VR and then froze and turned it off. <laughs> There's like five episodes to that. You can buy a whole ton. I know. It's, it's crazy. I literally did like 20 minutes of the first episode and I'm standing there just going, I don't like this, and then turned it off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's plenty of games. Um, I mean, I, I might target the easy ones because honestly, Resident Evil is a mental taxing... It, it's like... It's... it's it's consuming you by playing it. Mm. <laughs> All right, next question it is, then. Uh, hard work. What childhood game would you want a VR remake of? Mm. Hmm. Childhood game, that's different from, from before. I'll tell you what I'd like. I'd like a VR version of the arcade game Chase HQ, where you're driving and shooting. I mean, there is a version that 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 game does exist, but does it? it's not Chase HQ. Yeah, it's like Death Race, is it or something? I I don't know, but I would like to be able to use my wheel and pedals and have a controller and shooting like that. That would be quite fun. I mean, I'm a big fan of vehicle combat games. Like on the PlayStation, I play the shit ton of Twisted Metal, and then there's Interstate mm. 76 and 82 and uh, Carmageddon. The yeah. whole series. Mm-hmm. See, I I wouldn't want the I vehicle really like itself vehicle to have weapons. I would like to have like a gun that I pull out and I'm shooting like shoot tires out of the I car mean, the, next to you. Yeah, the I joy think I did of that having State 76. A free hand, you get to shoot things. Uh, Plus, this you is... want to drive and shoot. It's it's basically warplanes. World War One. That's yeah. you fly with one stick and shoot for the other. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to go back and play some uh, more of that. That was. I, I would say that. one. I, I believe it's probably been tried, but actually done well. Um, Rampage. The monster climbing up and punching all them. Oh yeah. Loved Rampage. So you would be the monster, well. and you, you could, would be the monster. Yeah, you could change from like a man to the monster and climb up the buildings. You could have the world scale as that happens as well, and you then could eat the, and then one of people. I was going to say one of your friends could pick you up and eat you afterwards. <laughs> That's not a bad shout, Paul. Actually, that sounds really cool. There are a few monster games wrecking buildings already so yeah. um, that might exist. Mm. You might get your wish. It's like King Kaju or something I played, which was. Weird. Uh, <laughs> lemmings. Oh, uh, <laughs> there was a game, a game jam prototype for a lemmings game in VR. Um, Joey, do you lemmings ago. in VR? So people buying the quest, <laughs> 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 following people. That's. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, my first thoughts always go to things like Sam and Max, but that game actually now does exist. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was just like, all right, well, what about lemmings? I can't think. I'm sure there's other like really obscure games that I played in my childhood. Uh, I mean, Duck Hunt already exists, but 
Yeah, I think maybe lemmings could be an interesting. Yeah, I don't quite that. know whether I'd want to be a lemming, or if I would want to. How about actually be? Lemons, <laughs> lemons would kind of work if you're picking them up and moving them. I was going to say, how about you're the one I'm running around, get, assigning the roles to the lemmings and picking them up and putting them where you yep. want them and that sort of thing. And then you push the detonate all button. Yeah. Mm. Although I think that does exist in Tin Soldiers, is it? Is that similar to like Lemmings? Oh yeah, I bought that. That looks awesome. I haven't played it. <laughs> I, Actually, yeah, I, that is, isn't it? I own that game and I haven't played it. <laughs> Shocking, you're turning into me. Uh, I've oh, got, I've, I'm the same like in Tin Heart. I've got it, but never played it. <laughs> what about you, Bob? You Maybe haven't you specified, you haven't said uh, anything. I have a game that I keep mentioning i mean i want i have many games i want in vr but if we go back to childhood childhood uh we had we had the amiga 500 mm -hmm. and i play the crap out of stunt car racing <gasps> which is you're playing a racing car a hot rod style racing car on an elevated track with no walls or anything with jumps and all kinds of stuff on it on it and it was just exhilarating at like six f six fps it sounds like wipeout vr so, but with cars was was that game the game that had a just one floppy disk dedicated to the intro and the intro alone? Like you put that in, you watch the intro, and then it was like, okay, intro's done, change disk. That was uh, was that not that, that was hard memory, driving. But I think I hard remember. driving it, did that. There was yeah, there was one game I, I yeah. When it comes to me, I'll be like, that's it, but. Yeah, yeah. Because there was, was hard driving and there was stunt driving that came afterwards. It's, yeah, because uh, Stunt Race FX came to my mind, but I think mm. that was the SNES game, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, sure. um, that sounds it's an easy conversion rubber. because it's a it racing game. Burning so it's all rubber. That was mm -hmm. the game. Okay, cool. Okay, one final question that we've got, which is but another 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 one I'd like to see. Oh, although I'm not then. a fan of. Although wasn't a, I'm like you all know I'm not a, a, a massive. I wouldn't even say I'm like a, a a fan of Star Wars, but I'd like to see pod racing because that yeah was the pod the pod racer game was outstanding. Yeah, that that's good. That'd be fun. Okay, final question that we've had is: if we all had to pick unanimously one game unanimously, this is never going to happen. Um, this is a podcast in and of itself. I was going to say. One game that currently isn't four-player co-op and play on a game night, what game would that be? This is an impossible question to answer in the next five minutes. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to make a poll. We would. But, make a poll. So, wait. <laughs> is this suggesting that it would get four-player co-op or that we would play it separately? I, I think he's saying would get four-player co-op. Yes. Yeah, so well, right. did sort of spark a thought in, like, we could all see how far we could get or how well we could do in a game over the space of two hours and then compare at the end, I guess. Yeah? Yes. That would work. That'd be quite good. It would good. be very hard for people to actually participate. And if everyone is streaming, people will... Well, we could be on Discord, actually, yeah. so we could talk to each other. Yep. And that, then we wouldn't talk mm -hmm. over each other, probably. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> we'd we'd all need to be on Discord anyway, because we'd all need to start and go, three, two, one, go, and all start at the same time. And then when we get to the next level, then, you know, whatever it is. But I I can't think of anything that, that exists, but I know what I really do want 
as a four-player um, co-op game, which would be Ghostbusters. I've said this for oh, that, years. Oh, that's a VR, I, VR arcade game for that. Great. Please, Wasn't, please what, can I have it at home? But there's... Hadn't the Void, didn't the Void have a Mythbusters experience? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had. Yeah, they did. But I, I have always wanted a four-player co-op Ghostbusters game. And I, I can picture it in my head, what I, it should be. And I think that that would be excellent. But... Yeah, I, I would absolutely play this shit. Like, when I saw they did a Ghostbusters VR game, I was just like, oh, I'm so buying that. Oh, you can only get it on WMR. Hmm. Yeah. Acer headsets are £200. I could buy that. And then they released it on all VR headsets, and I'm glad I didn't spend £200. I went out and bought a original HP Windows MR headset. Um, just for the hit, because I saw Halo was on it. Mm. And then I didn't actually do I didn't actually do any research into the game or anything before. I was just like, I'm right, so sorry, Paul. There's one in here for like 160 quid. I'm going to buy it in CEX in Middlesbrough. I'm going to buy that. And then, yeah, download the Halo thing. I was like, it's just shooting holographic targets. <laughs> Halo recruit. <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. It was so. Good. And um, it it's garbage yes, from it what is. I've seen. I have not bought. I I mean I was a Halo fanatic, and I haven't bought a VMR WMR headset to actually play it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm actually quite looking forward um, to the new Halo. One game that that could benefit a lot, like or a game engine rather. I mean Half Life Alex, holy shit, bring mm. networking to that and uh, the whole modding community and shit. Yep. There it's is kind of a multiplayer mod. Is is there? Yes, there is. A I think it's two player. But the thing is you are not in the same game. You are in completely separate instances. Yeah, it's like what so the one person uh, someone did it for Boneworks, didn't they? Yeah, and it just doesn't happen in your game. <laughs> but if off of Alex would get co-op and in in extension networking uh, the whole modding scene would have, you know, multiplayer games, co-op games, campaigns with networking. That would be pretty awesome. The thing is, the Source 2 has networking because Dota 2 is Source 2. Uh, Destinations and now in extension Steam Your Home, which is fully networked with many players, is Source 2. It could happen, but maybe maybe not in uh, the actual game but the engine at least so yeah yeah oh right should we wrap it up i think we've been on long enough don't you mm-hmm. cool Paul, what have you got coming up on your twitch channel i hope to finish resident evil i mean i don't know how much is left but i expect there to be one more stream and that's it so i'm thinking of just doing it let's finish it and then I'll have to play for I have long years. Uh, it's gonna be a nightmare. So that's that's the that's in the immediate future anyway. I'm being shouted at about emails in the chat. Apparently, we need to check the emails. Oh, <laughs> I'll get it. I've got 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 it. Right. Someone is suggesting, and we all know who this person is. <laughs> A full 24 <laughs> hours where at least one member of the Souls is streaming. Multiplayer crossover games at handover points. You know you wanna. 
I mean, this is something we would I mean, discuss. I've, I think I've literally suggested this. Um, that if we'd split it up, it's six hours per person. Mm -hmm. That's less horrible than doing it one person. Actually, it could be less than that because it includes cold as well. Oh, is, yeah, is yeah, that, that's a good point. Is that the person who's asking? He's, he's a part of it now. It is exactly the person who's asking, yes. Um, he's, he's part of it yeah, now. He's offici officially <laughs> part of this. So, yeah, that, yeah what, so that's what, less What than that official person then. should actually do is discuss it with the team before just dropping it on us in the middle of a podcast. That might be an idea. <laughs> we can revoke membership at any time. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, we need him. We, we need do, him we, to fill time we do need him 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. We do. There you go. That was the email. Um, so yeah, when, when someone suggests it, then yeah, you're going to have to do a bunch of it as well, mate. So we'll, we'll discuss this off air and see if we can come up with something and pick a weekend or something, but we shall see. As are like, uh, ways to do, uh, shared streams, mm -hmm. um, like built into, I think Streamlabs at least, and probably lots of other things. We'll figure I mean, something out. It's not impossible. A dedicated VR Souls YouTube channel where we could all just use the same stream key. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll figure something out. <laughs> or we just <laughs> jump between each other's channels. It's fine. It doesn't matter. You just hand off to the next person as they come into the Discord and go, Hi, I'm doing this now when we go there. Anyway, we can discuss this off air and work something out about it. Paul, what have you got coming up? Um, I like to say I've got stuff planned. <laughs> <laughs> That would really, be a lie. I really haven't. I think, like, a lot of heat's going, and now I need to get back in the swing of things. I'm just like, I'll, I'll do it at some point. So, I can't guarantee I'm doing anything. Fair enough. That's all right. <laughs> Synth Riders release new DLC. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it is. Anything I can use, my you fairy avatar. Is so about not a euphemism. No, it's not, unfortunately. Or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Doc, you and I have got survive. What else have you got? Um at some point, mark my words, over the course of the next twenty one days, I will be playing Lion Echo. Uh it's gonna happen as and when it does happen. Um Yeah, that game slaughtered devs versus uh, that I need to play, absolutely will play. Um Yes. I it I basically just need to crack on with ad hoc streams outside of my usual schedule. Failing that is the usual Monday and Saturday streams. Um, yeah. Cool. I need to get you, Mister Book. I I need to get back on the streaming horse because I haven't really been a proper streamer for quite a while. When were you on now. it again? It, well, like a year ago. <laughs> this is the problem I haven't it. I used to I tweeted this out the other day I used to do stupid stuff like play pistol whip on a bike and dress up as Britney Spears and <laughs> play Beat Saber to one of her songs or stuff and I, I missed doing that sort of stuff that was daft and silly and fun and people it made people laugh so I'm I'm trying to think of stuff like that that we can do and actually get back in front of the camera a lot more and doing a, a bit more streaming of different stuff there's been lots of games that I've played off stream because I wanted to play them and I'm kind of thinking why didn't I just turn the camera on um, so I think I need to start doing that again and get back out there and if people want to watch that would be lovely you can find me on YouTube at Bug3131 <laughs> anyway that has been 
episode 35 of VR Souls. Thank you very much for coming. I hope you enjoyed yourselves, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>